All right, welcome to Sunday Sports Talk. Um, I'm by myself today. I want to do one real quick because um, Sprags, me and Sprags, we really we didn't have time Sunday to do it. Obviously, the finals was on, and we decided to watch it somewhere. And instead of you know watching it, then you know doing the podcast. So and that's fine. You know, I was kind of I was kind of expecting that coming in. So that's that's fine with me. And um, anyway, I am going to talk about it. There was, there was a um, dilemma for some people, not me at all, about because um, Extreme Rules was Sunday also. And for wrestling fans, they was thinking, okay, should we watch Extreme Rules or should we watch the NBA Finals? And there's people that's there's people that's saying, well, the NBA Finals is gonna be a boring blowout. I'm watching WrestleMania. I mean, I'm WrestleMania. I'm watching um, Extreme Rules. And then there's other people that's saying. You know, this is a B show. I'm watching the finals. And a lot of people didn't even know that Extreme Rules was today. But I want to um, tell you, I had no intentions at all to watch Extreme Rules. Like, I knew it was coming this Sunday. Everything. I knew the whole thing. But I had no intentions of watching it. Because wrestling, and not even wrestling, WWE has gave us so much content that I don't even want to watch any of it. It's so much content. It is ridiculous. I've talked about this in multiple shows. They give us so much content that I just don't watch any of it like that, which is why you don't see me talk about wrestling as much because it's just too much going on. They have, I don't know what they can do, but they got to slow it down. They got to slow the content down. It's probably it's one of the reasons why 205 Live isn't working. It's one of the reasons why NXT has lost viewership. It is because it's so much content before we even get there. You have this pay-per-view, then that's about a three-hour show. And if you watch uh, Raw Talk after, that's an extra hour. So that's about four hours. Then after that, you come in on Monday to watch Raw for another three hours. And then from there, you watch SmackDown for two hours. But then you have to watch 205 Live, which I think is an hour. And with that, uh, Talking Smack, which is another hour. So that's about... What's that? That's about four, almost five hours. And then you have another extra hour on Wednesday. And those are just three straight days that adds up to almost 20 hours. I ain't saying it is. Probably not even close. I ain't really do the math as, as much as I wanted to. But, yeah. It's around there, though. It's around 20-something, maybe 20. I don't know. But those are a lot of hours. You add it up, you'll see. That's a lot of hours going on. And, again, WWE has also conditioned us that if this is not SummerSlam, maybe Money in the Bank, uh, WrestleMania, or possibly the Royal Rumble, it doesn't matter. Payback don't matter. Extreme Rules don't matter. This Great Balls of Fire will matter for the first time, but it won't matter the second time they have that pay-per-view. Um, what else? Hell in a Cell. It sometimes matters, but it usually never pans out exactly. Like, you'll think, like, okay, this is pretty good, but then at the end of the day, it doesn't pan out. Um, a lot of stuff. Maybe Survivor Series would be good, but pretty much, they have conditioned us to realize what the B-Show is. And we see what that what the B-Show is now. The B-Show, we and we know what it is because they just dial it in. They don't even, like, try. And I've noticed, like, when it comes to them rivaling with another sport or another event, they don't even care. They just... They just they just don't care about it. They just like, you know what? The finals are Sunday, so let's not do too much. 
let's not even try to have wrestling fans watch us. We're just gonna do anything. And I and I knew that coming in. I knew that coming in like well, I don't watch I don't even watch Raw that much. So but I knew that coming into that pay-per-view coming in on Sunday. I didn't know none of the card. All I knew was the Fatal Five Way. And I knew about that Kendo stick match, which was weird. I didn't watch it, but I've I've I watched reviews on it, which was weird. So anyway. I want to talk about the NBA Finals because that's what I watched. And I went on record on record and I said, this finals will either be the best finals we've ever seen or the worst season we've ever seen. Maybe the worst season, but I wouldn't even say that. Probably the coming out party of a new dynasty. That's probably what this could be if 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 we get that. Because this might this might be the most overhyped series also. I've said that. I've gone on record to say that too. This finals could be the most overhyped. Because I don't think anyone thought People knew that the the Warriors was good, but no one ever thought the Warriors was this good. And I'm going to keep my pick. I say Warriors in six. If not, and if they don't get it done, Cavs takes it. They got to get it done in six. I'm still going to keep that because I don't think it's over. I don't want to say it's over, but man, it's, (laughs) it's over. Like, it's crazy how it is like it's it's damn near over like it it feels like it it's scary it's like the the um you look at it and we was like okay um first game cavaliers had a lot of turnovers they're not gonna do that they're not gonna do that in game two right game two and it got blown out by like 20 which I think with all these threes now, losing all these threes that, that we, that's in the NBA, I feel like losing by 20 has, beto- has become losing by 10. I don't think losing by 20 is a blowout anymore with all the threes that get taken nowadays. Because like I've said before, I've said this before, um, when it comes to that three-point shot, a blowout can, come, can happen real fast, but a comeback can happen real fast too with the three-point shot. Like I've said if you miss three or you miss three of your first shots, they make and they make their first three. It's nine zero. You already down nine. Then let's say you make a lay, you you get a fast break layup. They hit a three. You're down. You're down ten. It's twelve to two. You miss your next shot. They hit another three. Fifteen two. It's just how just that fast. But if those was all twos, it'll be like what ten to two, eight to two, almost. Like it wouldn't just it just wouldn't feel bad. They make three they three straight shots with twos would be six zero. But instead it's nine zero. Those threes add up. So I don't think twenties are I think twenty point leads are becoming ten point leads. But that's another time. I love uh Sprague's input on that one. But um anyway. Like we said, game one, they lose by twenty-three, and we say, okay, they turned over twenty times and the Warriors only did it four times. Game two comes around. They take care. Of, they take care of the ball more. The Warriors turn the ball over twelve times in the first half, I think, and Warriors wins and they score one hundred and thirty-two points. One hundred and thirty-two, like that's that's crazy. But again, like I've been saying, like I've been saying for a while now, this team. It's just too. They, they, they're they're going to win it. I've been saying it. I've been like 
I'm always, I've been campaigning for LeBron because I, I believe if LeBron can find a way to win this series, he is the greatest of all time, especially now. Like if LeBron can win, and if LeBron can beat this team four times out of five games, he might. He is the greatest basketball player of all time. You have to give that to him. But I don't think it's gonna happen. I don't even. I don't think it's gonna happen because what I've noticed is number one, the, uh, LeBron James is trying to run with this team. The Cavs are trying to run with the Warriors. They're trying to run with the Warriors. Mind you, they're trying to run with the Warriors. Kevin Love can't run with them. Tristan Thompson can't run with them. LeBron can, but he can't run with them for 40-some minutes. Kyrie can, but he loses lift on that jump shot, and he starts front-rimming. If you notice, a lot of players started front-rimming by the beginning of the fourth and the third quarter. And that's the thing for guys, for people out there that don't understand the like what front rimming is. Front rimming, rimming when you shoot like basically when you shoot the ball and it hits the front of the rim. That shows you either that shows you that the person is tired because they ain't getting no lift on the shot. The shots are just front rimming. That means that the person is completely tired. You got to get them out. When your players start front rimming, there's a problem. They're not getting left. They're not. They can't. They're not getting no. They're not bending their knees on their shots and nothing. Cause the power comes from your legs when you shoot. That's where most of the power comes from. I mean, I, ain't, I don't go for everybody, but in the art of shooting, they tell you it's that the flick, it's the flick of the, it's the flick of the wrist, and then it's you, it's your legs that gives you all the strength. That's how it works. But when you're tired and you've been running for 40 minutes, you don't get that lift no more, and the ball just front rims. And that's what started happening. And when I saw that, I was like, man, this team's this team's done. They're tired. They're out of it. And here's another big problem. You paid Tristan Thompson all this money. He only gave you, he gave him, I think he gave the Cavs, what, six rebounds in two games? Like, together, six rebounds. I think he had two in game one and four in game two, if I'm not mistaken. That's not good. That's not, like, not at all good. Like, not at all. That's terrible. And then you have J.R. Smith, who shot. Like, I don't know what he's doing. He's he's not doing anything. But then, at this point, you pay him his money. You pay Tristan Thompson their money. And then you pay Brian his money. And then you'll have no money left. So then you get these old league minimum players. And I'm telling you, Richard Jefferson, Darren Williams, and all these other guys cannot run with them. Shannon Fry cannot run with this team. They are too old to be trying to run with this team. They're too old. You can't have these old legs. You have you have Kyle Corver who can't play defense, who's and he's like he's about 35, 36. And then you have Richard Jefferson who have been on the brink of retirement for the last 2 years. Then you have Darren Williams who has been who's been washed up for the last about four years. Maybe not four. Yeah, about three to four years he's been washed up. And I think he had a knee surgery. Then you have Shannon Fry, who was only known to pretty much, if he in that corner open, you give it to him for a three. That's it. He ain't meant to run and play defense. They can't win this way. 
it is M. I ain't gonna say it's impossible because in my in my eyes, this this series is never over. When it when you have LeBron James on your team, your your series is never over. But the writing's on the wall, people. The writing is on the wall right now, and KD is looking do not look like OKC KD. And you want to tell me about Russell Westbrook? And y'all telling me he don't got teammates? We didn't see KD like this. I'm not saying we didn't see KD play well. We've seen him play well. But KD looks like the best player in the NBA. Is he? No, he is not. But he's looking like it. KD is everywhere. Literally everywhere. I, when he was on OKC, he just did not look this long. Was he long? Yes. Did we say he was seven feet? Yes, we did. But he is using his length on defense and offense. I don't know who can guard this man. And this is where their biggest dilemma comes from. You have LeBron James guarding Kevin Durant. LeBron James can guard. I can't say he can lock him down, but he can at least stay in front of him. But then LeBron James going to have to get back and play some offense and try to carry that offense also. He got, you think a 32-year-old LeBron James is able to chase down um, Durant all game and then also have to drop like 30 to 40 points? You're asking a lot from one man. He's not an alien. He is one man. You're asking for a lot, and I don't think he can do it. Maybe he can, but I don't think he can do it. But if he can do this, he do, he's in my opinion, he's the GOAT if he can. But I don't think he can do it. But then the question comes in. Because I don't think I think the Warriors takes this series. Because at this point, I don't know what they can do with KD. And with KD playing like he is, I don't know how they can stick with Curry. It's just all over the place. And then you got Klay Thompson, who got who's 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 catching on now. It's getting scary. That's all I can say. They might be, and that team might be the best team we've ever seen. By the way, if they can win this in four, if they oh my god, if they win this in four, this is the best team we've ever seen. If they win this in five, this is the best team we ever seen. I understand about the seventy-two and ten Bulls and all that stuff, but the seventy-two and ten Bulls, I don't think they swept through the through through the playoffs. I don't care. Don't tell me about competition. I don't care about competition. Whatever competition is, what is what's there. If you have whoever you play is who you play. You can't control that. You can't say, okay, hey LeBron, can you play? For this team in the first round, so we can look, so we can look like we having a hard time and try to sweep. No, you just gotta play, and that's what they're doing, right? They're playing, but the problem still remains. Seventy-two and ten Bulls did not sweep through the playoffs like this team could possibly do. And you can't say, oh, they can, they only shoot because they're playing defense. They are suffocating this team right now. And KD length is unbelievable. He spreads the entire four, and then you have you have imagine Javale McGee and KD on the same on the floor together. Where do you get to the lane? They don't have to body you. They're so long they can just bring the arm over to block it. Like I don't think the Warriors can. I mean, not the Warriors. I don't think the Cavs can win unless something happens. I just can't see it. I'm saying Warriors six. They still got work to do. It's only two wins. They got two more to go. But the Warriors is looking really, really, really good. 
really good. And if they win game three on Wednesday, that's it. Game over. It is a wrap if they win on Wednesday. Like, if they go down 3-0, it's over. And from there, I don't know where the NBA go. Because um, I don't think... I don't think it becomes a problem because people want to, and I want to talk about this too, because people want to talk about there's no parity in the league and all this other stuff. No one talked about parity until now, right? Now all of a sudden it's parity that needs to be in the league, right? When Kobe and Shaq was dominating, no one talked about about parity, right? No one talked about it. All of a sudden, LeBron makes makes gets him a team. Oh man, the league is getting weak. Then he goes. Then you got Durant going to the to the Warriors. I don't want to hear about that. Don't get mad at Durant for going to the Warriors. You have everybody in the. You got all these coaches, executives, and GMs, and all these other people just stepping down and going somewhere else. But I don't hear them saying he that they, that these people are traitors and all that. They all they're talking about Jerry West will possibly become the president of basketball operations for the Clippers or maybe I think the Atlanta Hawks or something like that. But ain't no one, and if he go there, I bet no one say anything because it's okay for, for these people to go do what they want to do. Pat Riley, didn't he coach the Lakers? But he on the heat right now. No one looking at him like looking at him different. Don't look at Durant different. Don't sit here and say there's no parity as if it's on Kevin Durant's back that he needs to, he needs to make sure the league has parity. He don't have, it's not his, it's not on him. It ain't going to say he don't want to compete. He definitely want to compete. The reason why he wants to compete, because he wants to win. And when you, if you want to compete, you win at all costs. You win at all costs. That's competing. You don't say, okay, I can't get it done here. So let me go to another team that ain't, that ain't really established. Maybe I can establish the team and then maybe we can win. No, competing is competing. If you want competition, that's competition. This is not wrestling i love wrestling but, but people was talking about this as if it's wrestling as if i'm supposed to say okay i'm up 20 points but let me slow it down to make sure the game stay close so people can keep watching it ain't it ain't like that these players are trying to win games they're trying to win championships that's what they want to do they don't care about what about the fans why like what they want they're not sitting here like you think lebron's sitting here like okay i gotta make sure i get 40 for the fans tonight no, he's not. He's trying to make sure he get the win. If you want competition, sometimes competition is like this. Sometimes there will be a dominant team. Sometimes they won't. That's how it goes. That's what competition is. This is not a staged event. They can't rebook the finals. They can't rebook it for next year. They can't rewrite the storyline. It is what it is. The storyline is what it is because it's just, just what it is. Okay, they can't do anything about it. What you want them to do? You want Adam Silver to say, hey, Kevin Durant, you can't come here no more. The most they can do is reconstruct the CBA rule, which they did. Now, since it's, and they call it the KD rule since he left, the CBA said is now you will lose more money if you sign, if you, if you leave the team you signed with. If you, but you got to be a, um, an all NBA player. You will lose about 40 to 50 million if you go anywhere else. So they're taking the money away from people who do it. So all you parody people that apparently has been watching basketball where anybody could win. I don't know when you've seen that, 
because the Celtics and Lakers went to the finals eight times in 10 years in the 80s. And then you got you got Jordan who went six times, who could have been eight, but he decided to leave for two years. You had that. You had all of this going on, but now all of a sudden, now all of a sudden there's no all of a sudden there's no parody. All of a sudden, everybody wanna talk about oh man, Bill Russell won eleven rings. He won eleven rings. He didn't win them by himself. He did not win them by himself. He won 11 rings. He went to seven straight finals, I think, seven or eight straight finals. And no one talked about parody then. No one looks at him like, man, that's, yo, it wasn't no parody in the league. I mean, there are people who do, but I'm talking about the people that doesn't have the head, who doesn't, like, have the joke about Bill Russell and how he went against janitors in basketball. They don't want to talk about, people don't want to talk about that, though. They only want to talk about parody now. Now they want to talk about parody. You want to talk about parody, but Michael went 72 and 10. He won 72 games in the, in the, in the 90s. Well, did they talk about parody then? Don't give me parody. And then we have, then the NBA has a record high in attendance this season. And then at that point, you want to talk about game two. Game two was in the top, I think it was uh, the top 13 uh, percent in ratings. And they, and, they, and they prepared to have the highest ratings in finals history. And you telling me that people are bored of the NBA, but everyone keep watching. And you want to know why everyone keeps watching this finals and they're going to watch the next finals and the next finals after that? Because at this point, if they win, if the Warriors win this, the new cool thing to do as an NBA fan will be watch. We want to see the Warriors fail. That will be the new thing. We want to see the Warriors fail. And for 10 years, it's been we want to see LeBron fail. That's all everybody wanted to see. They wanted to see LeBron fail. And now the narrative has changed to the Warriors. They want to see the Warriors fail. And you're going to watch because you want to see them fall. Because that's what's going to happen. They're going, there's going to be teams that comes up. And there's going to be people saying, oh, man, they can beat the Warriors. Wait, this team can beat the Warriors. Wait, that team can beat the Warriors. And if they, if the, if the Warriors win, you're going to hate them more. And you're going to want them to lose more. Hey, y'all hated when, when LeBron went to Miami, right? And what everybody wanted to see. They wanted to see teams beat Miami. They had chance. Beat the Heat. Beat the Heat. And when the Lakers was on fire, beat LA, beat LA. Now the Warriors get a chance. This is how it always been. I don't care. You want to say, well, at least they was close series. You knew who was winning them. We knew the Pacers was not beating the Heat. When Paul George was, was playing against the Heat, when LeBron was there, we knew the Pacers wasn't winning. The Celtics got, look, I love the Celtics, but the Celtics got lucky to even be up 3-2 against the Heat in what? I think 2011, I think it was. I think, or no, no, no. I think it was 2013. 2000, I think, yeah, I think 2013 when it was up 3-2 and LeBron had the death stare and scored, I think, about 50. The Celtics was lucky to be in that position. I don't care. You knew what was going down. The Bulls was the first seed, and the Heat put them down in six. But because we knew what was going to happen anyway, six, six games, four games, we knew what was happening. We knew the Heat was going back. People didn't want to believe it because they hated the Heat. But now you realize 
the Warriors, you can't see a fault in the Warriors. You can't see the Warriors losing. So now all you want to say is parody this, parody that. I don't care for parody. I want to see, I want to see big teams kill. That's what I want. I want to see big teams clash against each other. That's what I want to see. I do not want to see the Raptors go against the Jazz in the finals. I don't want to see the Wizards go up against the Clippers in the finals. You know, I want to see the Warriors and the Cavs. I want to see three Hall of Famers go against four Hall of Famers. And then maybe, and then that, and, and the way the storyline set up is so beautiful. You have the first, and then you have the first time they come together, they go against each other. Kyrie Irving gets hurt, and then you have Kevin Love who gets hurt. You have LeBron take this team, and they go to at least they go up two one, and then from there the Warriors takes it all the way, and they win. Right? They have the excuse. They say, okay, Kevin Love wasn't there, and Kyrie wasn't there. Then you have the that we have um, series two against these guys, and this time. Um, you have Stephen Curry who's banged up. You have a suspension from uh, Draymond Green. And you also have Andrew Bogut, the only rim protector they had, get um, injured for the rest of the series. And then they come back 3-1. There, there are excuses there. And now you have this one. And this time you have you and you enter someone new into the storyline. That if you want to talk about storyline and talk about how this is bad for the NBA, this ain't looking too bad. It's looking like a very, a really good series right now. This is like a like a trilogy of movies right now that we can watch. Game in, in the third one, they say okay, they enter they enter in a new obstacle into the storyline. LeBron couldn't constantly be this obstacle because he was the like he was the obstacle in the first series, in the first one. Then you had the Warriors who became the obstacle, but then from there, they got trumped by LeBron, who was the obstacle. And then they say, okay, look, here comes KD. Now the Warriors re-up as they should. War the Spurs, I mean, not the Spurs, the Cavs win and beat them. The Warriors re-up and get better. So then from here, who knows? Maybe the Cavs re-up and get better, and they possibly clash again. And maybe the Cavs win the next year. They could still win this year. And then you talk about parody. Let me tell you this. Last year was the Cavs' first championship. That's not parody. They never won. They finally won one last year. The Warriors two years ago won their first one in 40-something years. That's not parody. What ain't if you want to talk about what's not parody is the Celtics and Lakers going every year. And always being in the finals to win. And one of them winning. Yeah, that's not parody. Parody to me. It's teams who haven't won, right? Who has not who hasn't won win. That's what happened these last two years. So don't give me parody. I'm tired of hearing about that. It's a constant, constant thing. Parody this, parody that. I'm tired of it. Let the league run its course, because that's what the NBA is. The NBA, the NFL, the MLB, all of that is just teams and it's just running their course. They don't have these set up storylines. That was my rant on this. And I really need to get that off because I'm so tired of hearing that. If you don't want to watch the NBA, don't watch it. I'm sure the NBA will survive because, uh, really? I'm sorry. I thought I had that on silent. 
Um, I'm not going to watch it because somebody, uh, freaking Eric in San Diego sitting on his couch isn't happy. The NBA is going to keep going because some guy over here is mad because um, LeBron with the eight straight finals. I think the NBA will be fine. You have no, like, no, like we don't care, basically. The NBA will be fine with or without you. If you don't want to watch the NBA, don't watch it. You have the NFL. The NFL is great. I love the NFL. I personally I personally think the NFL might be better than the NBA. Yeah, the NFL is definitely better than the NBA. So if you watch the NFL, go ahead and watch the NFL. You like baseball? Go watch baseball. You don't have to watch the NBA. Don't have to cry about it either. You can just walk away. Simple as that. I personally, I enjoy the NBA. I enjoy dominance. This is something we never seen before, and y'all decide to hate it. LeBron is something we never seen before, and you guys decided to hate it. The Warriors could possibly be the best team ever. You guys decided to hate it. LeBron could be the best, possibly be the best player of all time. You guys decided to hate him. That's what you guys do. When it comes to greatness, when it comes to dominance, you hate it. But for some reason, y'all love the UConn women, the UConn Huskies women. They won all these games straight. And won all, I think they won like all these national titles. And y'all y'all love that. Why? Is it because it's women? What women y'all 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 praise it because y'all believe women can't be dominant? Because they can. That's what I mean. Stop hating greatness. I'm gonna end this show. And I'll, I just want to end it on that. Stop hating greatness when you see it appreciate it the Cavs came back from 3-1 have we ever seen that in our lifetime in the finals i don't think so we haven't we've seen a 73 win team we could possibly see a team like run the table through the playoffs through the whole playoffs enjoy greatness we're watching someone who can possibly Literally challenged Michael Jordan. And we've seen Kobe. We've seen Kobe Bryant. We've seen LeBron James. And we've seen the 02 Lakers. Oh, wait, wait, what was it? 2000, 2001, 2002 Lakers. And the 2003 Lakers. We see all of this. And you guys decide to hate it? Hate all of this. We see one of the greatest organizations of all time. You, decide, you guys decide to hate it. We seen Tom Brady and the Patriots. You guys decide to hate it. When greatness is in front of you, enjoy it. When remember that, when you watch this and you when you find yourself hating the Warriors, find yourself hating the hating LeBron, you find yourself hating Tom Brady. Remember this. You're staring at greatness. Because I'm, I'm sure in the 90s, there was people who hated LeBron. I mean, hated Michael Jordan. And then they, when, it, when it was too late, they decided to love him. That's where I'm going to end it.